Zoom it. All right. Welcome to Scalable and Sellable, where we find out what great entrepreneurs have done to scale their businesses to millions. Stay right here for the next few minutes to leverage validated methodologies for growth and create a way more scalable and sellable business for yourself. Let's get started. Thank you so much for being here. Um, would you mind telling our audience a little bit more about you and, and your business? Yeah, Jeff, I'm excited to be here. I am an optometrist by trade. So went to optometry school, then did a residency, fell in love with the business side of what optometry and retail and optical. So as an optometrist, you get to prescribe and then sell what you prescribe. And so it really brings all of this together. And then in 2016, I said there had to be more. So saw a need in my practice for patients wanting to walk out of saying, this is the best eye exam that I've ever had. Can I have a copy of my prescription? And in that moment as a doctor where we're not really taking care of the people taking care of us, right, in order to keep taking care of you, I wanted a way to be on the offense versus the defense. So we created a technology company called Dr. Contact Lens that connects us back to our patients and enables them to order all time of day their contact lenses. And so that's where really the entrepreneur journey has really started, you know, started as in small business in having a private practice. And then this is now scaled to hundreds of locations across the country. So that's, that's so what cool. brings me here. See, you're the perfect example of you're an entrepreneur who ended up going to medical school versus, you know, somebody who's really, uh, you know, maybe more the technician side and trying to, trying to, you know, pull, pull off the business side. But, but I, I feel like you're, you're, no matter what area you would have gone into, you would have an entrepreneurial um, effect. Um, what do you attribute your growth to? So my father and my mother, they both owned a furniture business where they built the furniture and sold it, which is why I can't live in Colorado anymore because we were the ones doing the, the commercials as kids. So I literally can't move back there. Um, but I learned just that grit and it wasn't really a conversation that my dad had, but it was just that overhearing of really how hard business is and, you know, getting up day and day and doing it all over again and finding those little nuggets of growth and just how that perseverance was really is what taught me to be in there. And then being fortunate to be a, you know, a cheerleader in college and, and learning how to be coachable at a really young age as a dancer and just how all of that is fit. So just having odd jobs through college and, and taking everything that I was learning in there and really adopting it into practice. So I think everything is a learning opportunity and how you can benefit from yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm sure you've learned a lot along the way watching your parents build their business, build, building your medical practice and building this recurring revenue tech company. Um, if you were coming into a brand new, totally different business based off all your past experiences, what would be some of the first things that you think you would look into to start growing that business? What it's really come down to is if I look at who's onboarded with Dr. Contact Lenses, it's a specific mindset of person that you're getting that's coming on with you in the beginning. And you have to really sell that story and that vision and really be there in the trenches for them as you grow. And then those are your 
people that get behind you and that I just got a message right before we came on here of one of our super users, right? That those are the things that keep going. You can't live in these negative reviews or if something goes bad, fess up to it, move on. At the end of the day, it's your reputation on how you handle everything. Mm -hmm. And that's really how you, you keep moving forward or else you can remain in the trenches. Right. And I think we all learn this from a bad Google review or that happy or that unhappy customer that you just are never going to make happy. Just cut ties sooner than later so you can move on to the other ones. You're right. You're always going to get that hater. You know, you pick your favorite restaurant of all time and somebody's got some bad review about it online. Um, You know, I, I remember one time I went before they took away the thumbs downs on YouTube to make my point. I remember seeing a, it was something like a Mozart piece and it was like 732 people went boo. <laughs> like <laughs> It's a Mozart, you know, or, or, or it was like a, a speech from Mother Teresa. And it's like 423 people say boo this, you know, like how could that even be? But whatever. Yeah, and I don't think it's just one thing that makes you successful. I think they call it the messy middle for a reason. And so it's it's keeping yourself motivated before you go to sleep and when you first wake up in the morning and really finding those core two to three people that are going to cheer you on while you're mm-hmm. dealing with all of the muck. Um, and that happens in my private practice as well. Like we're going through employee turnover just like everybody else. And sure. so it's, you've got to be, that person that wants to change and try and grow for those people that are around, that are around you. Yeah. What do you feel most small business owners do wrong? We, especially in optometry, I speak to that. Most of us think we are an optometrist first that happens to be a small business owner. You are a small business owner first that happens to be an Mm -hmm. optometrist. And especially in my field, really you as the doctor are the engine. And so it is figuring out how an engine can run without you as the heart of the business. And where are you going to look to scale? Because that's the only way that you're going to scale. And it's really, truly looking at processes. So we are, you know, take Chick-fil-A, for instance, they show you what the process is everywhere, right? And they have it written down, bun, chicken, two pickles and a bun. So where can you simplify stuff and look at the processes because that's how you scale is getting right. a process down. And that's what takes time and then reciprocating that over and over again. You're right, because the the work itself is part of it. My dad was a cosmetic dentist, had amazing before and after photos, but there's a whole different skill of getting people to come in and, and sit in the dental chair is a whole nother process and and so many things to learn there. Um what would you say has been a, an influential book that you've read or listened to? So I have two kind of that come over. So you can like, we're all into manifestations or dreaming or woo woo yeah. or whatever you want to call dreaming yeah, and real. how you get there. But it really is, it comes down to mindset. So one is The Billion Dollar Secret by Raphael Badziag. So it just talks about how millionaires get stuck and then how billionaires became billionaires. And a lot of it's just that belief in how they're self-talking to themselves with Mm. all of the haters. Um, And the other one is called Get Rich, Lucky Bitch, which again is more (laughs) female oriented, but she really talks about this self-talk and how you have these 
inner limiting beliefs that you will get stuck on and how you can overcome them one by one to get yourself to the next level. So kind of out of the box ones that you've probably heard, but. Yeah, that's great. I have not heard that one. I I love titles like that because I think what if that book came out like 50 years ago and just stuck it out in a bookstore? Yeah, but that's great title. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If you could go back in time to when you first started and say one thing to younger you, what would you say? Just keep going. Just putting one foot in front of the other. It's not going to be one thing. It's going to be keep planting seeds. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. they're all going to sprout at the same time and you're going to have to figure out how to juggle it. So as a mom Mm -hmm. of two and a wife with a practice and a tech company and traveling the way that I do, um, it's just that path of where you want to go, but also living in the moment and knowing things will come in time. So just trusting, trusting everything happens for a reason. Um, but you have to put yourself in the ring and don't yeah. be defensive. And just believe. Uh, what questions should I be asking you that I haven't? Um, the question you should be asking me, I guess, is surrounding um, when you know to cut your losses. Mm, yeah, So. Please. As an entrepreneur, it was told to me really early on in the tech phase, in the technology build of you don't know what half of your, you're going to be wasting half of your money. Unfortunately, you don't know which half it is. And a lot of it comes to people. So I'm a big believer in people and giving people second, third, fourth chances, which has really kind of almost driven the business into the ground multiple times. So it is try not to shove things under the rug so quickly, hoping that something is going to work out. Put everything out there and deal with it the sooner that you do and rip off the Band-Aid or swallow the frog. We've all heard those things before. Mm-hmm. The better it's going to feel. So you always have to take care of number one in order to take care of the rest of the people. So mm-hmm. never forget that that core yeah. value. Yeah, Awesome. Any final words of advice, some wisdom for the entrepreneurs watching this in the trenches, fighting and scaling? It is just find your believers and constantly talk to people to just keep that fire ignited because that's what's going to keep you going and waking up. And so some of the ideas are crazy that you come up with and some of them are not. And really, it's only that 3% that makes you different. So how are you going to capitalize on that to get mm. to the next level? So time and time again, people are like, you're, it, it gets hard as an entrepreneur when you start to see some early success like this, people will constantly say, um, you're, you know, one in a million, or you have such a different vibe to you. That gets hard to hear that constantly. Because you just want other people to be, to believe in themselves like you believe in yourself. And Mm. so that kind of gets hard to hear where they're just like, no, you're, you know, one out there on your own. And you're like, I can't be this crazy outlier um, for success. But how do we lift everybody else up around us? So Mm. that's, I think, what we all need to learn is that 
all ships rise. Yeah, all ships rise. Awesome.